Gateway Buick GMC, located off I-270 and McDonald Boulevard. Gateway is coming off a record month in sales. Because of that, they want to say thank you to their customers by slashing prices. Listen to this. They're offering up to $13,000 off on the 2013 and 14 GMC Yukon. Their savings up to $9,000 off the 2014 GMC Sierra. It's Gateway's way of saying thank you to their loyal customers for a record month. See their selection at St. Louis Buick GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. Welcome back to the Edmonds and McKernan Show. Now, here's Jim and Tim on CBS Sports 920 and InsideSTL.com. Who is this, Willie? Cool in the gang. Inside, just threw in a late guess. You're correct. Cool in the gang. Eric's play. Oh. What's that, Willie? You got it. Wait, was it cool in the gang? That's what Darren just said, yeah. Is Willie gone again? No, 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 no. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Brett Hull's going to join us in this segment. David Eckstein in the next segment. This is the Edmonds and McKernan Show live from Hot Shots in Fenton. Tim McKernan, Jim Edmonds with you on CBS Sports 920 and InsideSTL.com. The First Bank Studios on the road today in Fenton at Hot Shots. And we have already been joined by Ryan Dempster. If you miss anything, all the audio is up for you on InsideSTL.com or on the CBS Sports 920 app on your Android or your iPhone. You can podcast this show all day long. I know Jim goes home and he reviews uh, reviews the tape of the show and tries to just go out and get them a little bit better the next day. Actually, I was going to start asking you for a little bit of pointers. Were you really? That's yeah, how I good was. I am. Yes, I was. I was going to start asking. Clip that off just for my own to learn how to. Uh, you know, it's funny because like, when I'm interviewing my friends, I don't really want to. Almost like you want to talk to them and not interview them, and it's like that. But that's better. Moment. That stuff's better. But yeah, that's but then you better. get that awkward moment like with Ryan where. Like we got, I, I try to just give you that sign, like give me a little split second. I like when you, when I can say something yeah, to him course. that I want to say, and People you can follow you. up with a me. question. Well, I think the bad thing is he thinks I'm going to ask him a question, and the delay kind of gets screwy a little bit. You know how I'm a big fan of in-studio stuff, and you are that uh, that uh, the delay on the radio sometimes causes it to be kind of kind of a shallow interview. I think sometimes, and it's you can't really laugh and you can't really express your feelings. You're just kind of having to ask questions back and forth, like a press conference. You friends with Hall? Yeah, yeah. Well, so there you go. Maybe too good of friends. <laughs> well, this will be entertaining. No, then. He's, no, he's he's one of those guys you you don't have to see every day to be you know, he's he's a very good guy. He's uh, going to join us in this segment, as a matter. Yeah, and I guess well. Willie disappeared because he was on the phone just BSing with Brett. Uh, Were you doing your own kind of green room interview back there? I, I, no, I said hello, but uh, no, I, I said you guys are ready to bring him on. So Is right. he ready for us? <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, I can't wait to talk to him. Brett Hull joins us on the Sapa GM Country phone lines here on the Edmonton McKernan Show. Good afternoon, Brett. Hey, guys. How are you? What's going on, man? How are you Good. doing? Nothing. I just couldn't help uh, hearing you had Dempster on there. Hope you had the seven-second delay. <laughs> about about the same amount of time we're going to have with you. I think it's I think it's a five-second delay. But, uh, what are you up to on this fine afternoon? I'm a hockey player. I can use two words together. <laughs> what do you got going on today, Brett? Uh, well, you know, uh, I did a cut a couple of radio spots for Royal Gate, uh, Jeep dealership, Dodge and Ram, and then uh, 
I got all excited about the uh, Masters. So kind of just sitting around and keeping my eye on the leaderboard. Yeah, what, uh, Adam Scott, the defending champion, is the leader, by the way, for those of you uh, wanting to know what's going on there. At four under through 11, Bill Haas at three under, uh, there is the top of the leaderboard. And Augusta, I was asking you, Jim, you you could have gone this week. Brett, have you ever been to Augusta? I have. I have. It's uh, quite the place. And uh, I would imagine anyone who likes golf, it should be on their bucket list because it's uh, something you can't you can't imagine. It just, you know, the expectations uh, never come close to what the actual beauty and uh, majestic scene it is out there. I just play. <laughs> uh, pretty good, actually. Actually, one time I played really good, and the next time it was really kind of cold and windy, and it wasn't a whole bunch of fun to play, even though it was Augusta. Yeah, I got a nice invite this year, and uh, this guy talked me into doing this radio show, so I had to shut it down. But uh, um, I wanted to go. I think it's pretty. It'd be pretty cool to see. But you're a pretty good golfer. I don't know if I would ever attempt to play there. Um, I oh yes, you would. It's just it's too fantastic to not. Really cool. What's a handicap? My, I don't have one. I think that your handicap should go away once there's over six months of winter. <laughs> Got that right. When's the last time you played? Oh, it's probably over the uh, Olympic break. Down in Cabo. Yeah. When I ran into you, Jimmy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, me and. We went head first into a tequila bottle together, I think, one night. So. <laughs> Let's hear some stories about that evening. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't. That was when I had knee surgery, so I couldn't play golf. But him and uh, a few of his friends were down there playing golf. It's actually pretty entertaining to run into some friends in another country. But uh, we had some fun. Yeah. Uh, Brett, we appreciate you taking time out. I know it's a busy time of year, getting ready for the playoff season. Just saw a tweet from the uh, at St. Louis Blues account that uh, Ken Hitchcock said, David Backus isn't going to play in the next three games, but he should be ready to go once things get underway, uh, likely, I guess, next Thursday, uh, because Miley Cyrus is playing next Wednesday. That's my deductive reasoning that the playoffs will start on Thursday. That makes Jim's daughter here, Haley, very happy. She wants to go see, My, to see Miley Cyrus. Yeah. My, I, I, my daughter, my daughter too, yeah. We've got to get Wednesday them together. The but, uh, our daughters are, both of our daughters are newly uh, getting a, a, a accustomed to the st louis uh, area right? so uh, brett's daughter is now in the area i believe and uh yeah he's trying to spend some more time here we got to get them together but uh, yeah the miley cyrus thing is definitely a, a topic in our house today that'd be a perfect one that's to, a good uh, night off for us yeah exactly <laughs> hey brett i know tim's going to ask you this question and I, I'm, I'm probably just going to step forward i want you to explain or just i, I think people are making a big deal obviously uh, of this team kind of hitting a slow spot right at the end of the year and You've played so long, and you've seen so many different games, and, and you're a big fan of all the sports. It, I mean, I, I try to explain to people there's 15 different things that can be happening. I mean, can you give any indication to the fans just so they can have, take a little bit of a, a sigh of relief that let people know kind of what happens at this time of the year when you're when you're playing that well and you kind of make the playoffs and how many number of things can go wrong where the team can just take a little bit of a, a skid at the end of the season? Well, absolutely, you know. You know, just like uh, for for most of the season, everyone was playing so well, and all of a sudden now we've come into this uh, little, you know, kind of five, ten-game little funk where it seems like uh, nobody's playing well. Uh, and, and you can usually get away with some of the guys uh, going into a, a little scoring drought or not playing as well or being tired. 
um, and you've got the other guys picking them up and, and uh, put them on their back and carry them. But right now I think we're just a little bit uh, – uh, I think we're mentally tired right now. I think uh, it's been a, a year, so much excitement, uh, playing so well, and, and the expectations are so high. And, you know, you got to remember it's still a young team, uh, you know, a lot of young guys. And I, I just think right now they uh, uh, they're going through a funk. They're going to be fine. I tell everybody that. I go. Um, I can tell you one thing though. They they need to win some games. Um, you know, uh, I'd much rather play Phoenix or or Dallas in the first round than the Chicago Blackhawks. I can tell you that. And Colorado's right on our tail. So as much as they'd like to maybe take a little rest and go, okay, let's get ready for the playoffs. I don't think they really can. Uh, which also might be a blessing, uh, knowing that. Uh, they have to pull it together right now and, and start winning games, um, you know, so they keep keep that hunger. And uh, sometimes it's hard for young guys to flip it on. But, you know, it's a long year, 82 games, a lot of travel, um, you know. So it's just right now they're all in a funk, and they're, they're going to be just fine. They've got uh, a lot of young legs and young minds, and uh, they can uh, they can get it back. So I wouldn't worry too much. I think that people don't realize what a grind it is. I mean, we all we talk about it so much, and it's such a grind. But I think, not purposely, that you go and you get to the point where you've made the playoffs or you're the best. You know, you have the best record in the league. And at some point, you don't do it on purpose, but you have. Sometimes you let off the gas just a little bit because to get to the playoffs is such a, a feat in itself. And especially as a younger player, you might just back off a little bit. And if you back off a little bit on a team that's trying to get in. It, it, it's a firestorm. It can take over in a hurry. Right. And the, the other thing I think you have to remember is it's not like they're playing um, for a real happy-go-lucky coach who lets them go out and, you know, you guys use your skill, you go out and play. They play a very, very hard game. Uh, very uh, – Ken Hitchcock has them, you know, you, you do it this way, that's the only way to do it. It's very – you know, it's not the prettiest hockey. And I also think that that can get you uh, mentally and physically tired. And I also think that's where they kind of are right now. Uh, once the playoffs start and they realize that's the kind of game that's going to make you win, um, you know, I think that'll help them. But right now I think with the, not only the length of the season and the excitement and the emotions of up and down that uh, uh, has given them a little mental tired uh, you know, you know, for mental fatigue. I think uh, you know, just the whole style of the way the team plays is also tiring. We had uh, your buddy Kelly Chase on the uh, morning show. I think it was yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, Brett. And he said the injuries have just hit to the wrong crop of guys at the exact wrong time. How much has, in your, especially from being you know cre- as creative offensively as you are as a player. How much has the Tarasenko injury factored into this? Steen was out for a few games. Don't know where he is as far as being 100% yet. And now back is, of course, out. Haven't seen the effect of that yet. But specifically the Tarasenko one, that's getting a lot of attention because the slump seems to correlate with his injury. How do you view that impacting what we've seen from the offensive output? Right, yeah. it's uh, There's definitely a great correlation there. I think, you know, with his ability to score goals, um, and to create offense off his tremendous shot, um, you know, so we're missing that guy who can get that tying goal or the game-winning goal or that first goal of the game that really puts your team in a, in a uh, 
you know, a good position to go on for the rest of the game. Well, now he's out of the lineup, and now Coach Hitchcock has got to figure out how I'm going to, you know, fill that spot. Who am I going to move in there? And then someone else has got to move to another line. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, the team goes into a slump, and he starts changing the lines even more to try to figure something out. And uh, I, I think you'll see Coach Hitchcock just go back to uh, the way the lines were for 90% of the season while everyone was healthy and just try to guy and tell him to go in with that line and, you know, try to do as well as you can, uh, play as good as you can. Uh, obviously it's very hard to uh, be as talented and, and uh, productive as, as Tarasenko with the, with the uh, <clears throat> chemistry he had with Schwartz and Berglund. Um, so I just think, you know, when you get the other lines back together and they start to play together again, you're going to see a lot uh, more cohesion within the group. And that's a, that's a huge piece of the puzzle when it comes to hockey. Another thing I was talking about, Brett, with uh, Chaser when he was on with us was, you know, the range of possibilities is so great right now over the next two weeks for this organization. And obviously uh, you guys with Doug Armstrong making the deal with Buffalo to get Ryan Miller and Steve Ott here, <coughs> obviously committed to trying to really bring a Stanley Cup to St. Louis in 2014. And the outcome could be, as you made reference to, if the Avalanche catch you, all of a sudden you're sitting there playing Chicago in the first round, don't have a Central Division title, and could be out in the first round. On the other hand, the President's Trophy is still within range, and winning number one overall in the uh, in the Western Conference is still within range, and possibly two weeks from now, getting ready to set up a series with a huge rival in the Blackhawks or a developing rival in the Avalanche to play for the right to go to the Western Conference Finals. It is a critical, critical couple of weeks for this organization, not just from a short-term perspective, but also from how fans will perceive it long-term. That's that's where I was coming from when I was talking about it with Chase. How do you see uh, the next two weeks uh, short-term and long-term for the organization. They're important. Yeah, well, you hit the nail. You hit the nail on the head, and I think the the best thing they have going for us is if we win our games, we're going to be fine. Uh, but if we uh, continue to kind of slide and lose games, um, we know Colorado has uh, some tough games against L.A., uh, Anaheim, San Jose. I'm not sure which one of those two, but uh, so they don't have the easiest schedule on the road. But if we win our games, we don't have to worry about what they do, and uh, I know they understand the importance of winning these games and being number one in our division, um, you know, to be able to play one of the wild cards in the first round as opposed to Colorado. Uh, well, actually, it wouldn't be Colorado. Uh, it would be Chicago because I don't think they can catch Colorado. And, you know, it just makes a huge difference, like you said, in not only uh, the attitude of the players but the, the city and the fans. And, and uh, it's important. You know, they've been with us, uh, you know, obviously since 67, some of the greatest fans in the world. But, you know, they even get more amped up, as Jimmy knows, when they know they've got a contender. Uh, the, the emotions of the fans even ramp up a little higher. And, uh, you know, we need them behind us during these playoffs. Well, no matter what, the next few weeks and hopefully the next couple of months are going to be a hell of a ride for Blues fans. Looking forward to it. Brett Holt taking time out his afternoon to join us. Go back to a uh, bus in your backside or enjoying the Masters, whatever it is. <laughs> I'd rather be in your shoes. <laughs> I want a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a plan. Have a good day, Brett. Thanks, Thanks. guys. Thanks, Brett. That's Brett Hull with us. Anytime. Hey, Paul. G right. GM Country phone lines. Brett Hull with us here on CBS Sports 920. So you you ran into Brett down in uh, Cabo? Well, I knew he was going to be there. but uh, Oh, do you? Yeah. Um, he was down there with uh, Brendan Morrow and, uh, oh, yeah. and Barrett Jackman. 
Um, Brett's got a place uh, down in this little hideaway, uh, so to speak, in Cabo, and uh, a friend of mine has a place in the same uh, community. It's a, it's a literally a community. It's not a, not a resort. There's, mm -hmm. there's nothing there for you. You can't get in. It's, uh, it's a private gated community with homes and a golf course and a, and a clubhouse and a pool, and it's pretty spectacular. And it seems like a lot of people have kind of filtered down there, and it's, uh, it's awesome. There's a lot of high-powered celebrities and a lot of athletes and a lot of just different kind of people down there. It's pretty cool. The thing that I'm enamored with, not the movie stars, the athletes, but the poker players who I know go there. Uh, yeah, what's his name? Phil Ivey. Phil Ivey's yeah. down there, yeah. Tiger Woods of poker. Yeah, that's a, yeah. he's down there last year. Um, <laughs> No, it's cool. Last year we went to the member guest and uh, um, Michael Phelps was there. Oh yeah. And we swam in the pool with him and he was racing guys. It's, was he really? Yeah, how did that go for everybody? I mean, that last time we were there with uh, Brett, Cindy Crawford was there sitting by the pool with how, us. How is how's she doing? She looks really good. She looks. Thank a lot you for answering it that way. She, uh, She's running fifty now. That, yeah, so they look good. The kids are kids are running around like crazy, and her and Randy are down there, and you know, it's just. Uh, it's a pretty special place. I'm very fortunate to be able to go down there and uh, enjoy my Hang time. But you were on crutches Robbie at the time. McGee. Yeah, the great Robbie I was, McGee. I was limping, but uh, yeah, I just, so I sat by the pool while these guys played golf. And just hung out and then enjoyed and tequila. tequila. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get a tequila sponsor on this show. That's that's the re that's the real deal. Uh, yeah, yeah. I had a, yeah, I got some friends in that business yeah. too. I might try that out. <laughs> David Eckstein's gonna be our guest coming up. If you miss anything on the Edmonds and McKernan show, it's up for you on InsideSTL.com and on the CBS Sports nine twenty app. It's the Gateway View GMC live stream as we broadcast from Hot Shots in Fenton. Jim Edmonds with us uh, here at the Edmonds and McKernan Show. Uh, all kinds of great specials at Hot Shots in Fenton. Anytime the Cardinals score eight runs next day, half-price apps from open to close. Ladies' night every Saturday, one low price lets you drink from eight until close. They have great drink prices during Cardinal games. It's at 950 South Highway Drive in Fenton. Hot Shots in Fenton is where we are today on the Edmonds and McKernan Show. Looking forward to talking it over with one of Jim's former teammates, Coming up in the next segment, 2006 World Series MVP David Eckstein is going to join us. And we still have our trivia coming up as well. Uh, so if you want to load up the phone lines at 314-880-0808, the Saypaw GM Country phone lines, 314-880-0808, you can get in line for our trivia question today from the Sea Monster. We'll take a commercial break, come back with David Eckstein here on the Edmonds and McKernan Show. You are listening to CBS Sports 920 and InsideSTL.com. 